0: Hello again, Pastor Deborah here, and we are in another basic class. I believe this is in the section called Ancient History, because before you can learn how to do things, we must go back. And we are in the university called the King's International Spiritual Care University. Learning how to help people the Lord's way. I am taking you through my journey. It's very powerful. Most people never knew I went through it. But it is a journey that every person must take within themselves. In order to help people the Lord's way. As you know, I've told you. I used to be a mental health therapist over here. I knew that way. I knew how to help people through mental health counseling, treatment, medication, group therapy, cognitive behavioral training, hypnosis, imagination. I was there. And then I was asked to put that down and pick up and learn about helping people the Lord's way I knew nothing about it didn't know how to do it boy did I have a lot to learn but I wanted to talk to you today in this class called basic ancient sight I'm going through some of the basic things I had to do to become, to learn, and put into practice. And how my teacher, the only one I really had, spiritually, because I was trying to go from helping people in a way of the world to a spiritual way that I knew nothing about. So I had to start at the beginning and start, and I had to learn fast, Because I knew God was in a hurry. He was trying to raise me up. Of course, life came along, derailed a lot of his stuff early on. I knew that. Because life will do that to you. So I participated and I would go as fast as I could go. Nothing was more important to me. Than learning how to help people the Lord's way my family wasn't the work I was doing the job I had sleep there was no fun in my life I was in church six seven nights a week one night was prayer if I wasn't there I was at home reading I would read six books at one time watch videos movies over and over Read the Bible over and over and over and over. Notebooks and notebooks and writing the scriptures out and writing the scriptures out. One of the best things that can help you to have ancient sight. You are trying to go from looking at people physically and in the soul, emotionally and mentally, to a complete shift of spiritual. And to see with your spiritual eyes... Your sight, spiritual things that are hidden. That's where I had to go. Didn't know much about it. It's not taught in the mental health world. A lot of times in our churches, Bible studies, we don't get the distinction. They just quote a scripture to us and it doesn't seem to do much. So one of the very first things I started doing in order to train my soul and my spirit to look at the spiritual, to have my eyes and my spiritual mind be able to see in that world, I put the word spiritual in front of just about every word in the Bible. When I would write out scriptures, the word spiritual would go. When it says, and man, I'd put and spiritual man. And the word of the Lord came. And the spiritual word of the spiritual Lord came. It got redundant, but I did it. Because I had to keep training to put that word spiritual. Spirit. Spirit. My sight was being developed. I was learning to think. Put the spiritual concept in front of all the words in the Bible, all the sermons, all the movies, anything I watched. Biographies, Helen Keller, The Matrix Revolution with Neo. Any movie, The Lord of the Rings, Star Wars it didn't matter the word spiritual became my go-to word i was training my senses my brain my soul to look see beyond the natural world of emotions and the soul and go into the deep i was developing my ancient sight my spiritual sight my spiritual senses Now another way I got there because I knew I didn't see. I had so many questions. My heart had to seek spiritual. What did this mean? What's the spiritual meaning? What is it I'm not seeing? What is it my spiritual eyes need to know? I kept pushing myself to look beyond the black ink. I'm going to give you some great scriptures on how it happened when I would get there and I didn't get it I'd go Holy Spirit I don't get it I'm reading these scriptures I'm listening to the sermons the preach where is it where's this hidden truth Jesus seemed to have it Paul seemed to have this book opened up to him Paul only had the Old Testament. Now he, was, he had gone to school so he could read it. studied it. But he could only see it through the lens, glasses, of Judaism. Through law. Through traditions of man. That's all he could see in those words. But he had them memorized. He knew them. But his heart and mind... Could not look at them any other way. So, first, he had to have a powerful experience and meeting with this resurrected Jesus Christ who he had been persecuting in the believers. Remember, his eyes, his mind, his spirit's there, but it ain't awake yet. It's not enlightened. The candle is probably smoking, but it's not lit. So he's looking at the Old Testament, the words through these lenses of the flesh, the carnality, a baby, traditions of men, denominations. That's how he was looking at the Old Testament until he had his encounter. And for three days, we all know he was blinded. What's God doing during those three days? Telling them you're a blind man. And all that you had looked through with these earthly eyes, your mind, what you believed to be true, was not true. He was showing him his spiritual blindness and what it looked like through an earthly manifestation. Then he gets a dream that some man named Ananias is going to come. If there was, I just watched a wonderful YouTube about the conversion of Paul. And Jesus Christ shows up in his glorified state, in the spirit, in his white body, radiating out this stuff, whatever that is. Now, nobody else can see him but Paul. But they could hear it. And Paul's having to do this because he's blinded by the brightness, the glory of this guy. He don't even know who this guy is. There ain't much conversation when you have those kind of encounters. It's like, who are you? And all Jesus said was, why are you persecuting me? I am Jesus Christ. And then he gets it. What do you want me to do? Go into the town. I'll tell you later. Just go. Go to this street named so-and-so. There ain't much talking. The experience in the Spirit where the eyes see and the ears hear this creature the spiritual being resurrected that he heard about and you get physically blinded by it you don't have to say much after that boy that's some ancient sight happening some of us he shows us how blind we were and he just sends us off and this dude who was so prideful and arrogant and smart he can't see lay squat and he has to have people help him into Damascus three days he lays in this blindness it's like three days in the tomb he is dying his earthly sight that he depended on all of his earthly traditions of what he believed his concepts his we're dying we're blinded to him When you get a shock like that, God is doing major transition in you. So Ananias comes along scared because he heard about Paul. He'll kill me if I go. And God had to tell Ananias, no he won't. He is my chosen vessel. I have called him to go to the kings of nations, to the Gentiles, and to the Jews. Now go lay your hands on him. So Ananias did. And Paul got baptized. And he starts preaching. Because he saw. His ancient sight had been opened. By a powerful, powerful personal spiritual experience. With a physical manifestation of blindness. And he had some man who he didn't know. Come and put his hands on his eyes, and the blindness lifted because it was given to him by God, and his life was changed. And we read a lot of his letters in the New Testament. But he's not ready yet. He's singing. He has the basic blindness was taken off. Then after that, you get all excited. You get saved. Whatever you want to call it. You want to go preach. And he went right into the synagogue. Of course, he gets in trouble. He had a reputation. A lot of us do. We were a drug addict. We were a prostitute, a gang member. We were an ISIS member. We were Islamic. Whatever it was. We were a Buddhist temple dancer, a prostitute. And that reputation does go before us for a long time. And people are looking at, like, weren't you just walking the streets Prostituting? weren't you just on the corner selling drugs didn't you just cut somebody's head off so that's what they remember those were powerful images powerful sight but when you get like Paul okay and sometimes God needs a very fanatical person like Paul was willing to die and kill for what he believed in and he needed that type of personality in the soul for where he was going to send Paul Paul was not married. He didn't believe in getting married if you were going to serve the Lord. or be a, He didn't believe in it because your attention and your soul would be divided. And he used to get upset at Barnabas because Barnabas wanted to go home and be with his wife. Paul was not married. Paul still had a lot of flesh in him and he started developing the churches based on Jewish tradition. Men here, women there, this is how you do it. So when you read the letters of Paul, you'll see some powerful revelations, spiritual, and then you see him fall back into the flesh. And as we all know, Paul had a lot of problems still. You know, he had the powerful encounter. He had a problem with pride. Because God tells us in the Bible that when you get spiritual revelations, which he did, the soul has a tendency to rise up in pride and just like lucifer did it's mine i'm the one with all the knowledge i'm the one that's right let's do it my way and god needed paul so he had to help paul it's a strange way but it worked he said look if i don't give you a thorn in your side that will keep you humble was that a demonic could have been was it people attacking you trying to kill you you're trying to help could be could it be sickness and disease and near death? Could be. He said, if I don't do that to you, Paul, and keep you humble before me, these spiritual revelations in sight that I'm going to give to you and reveal to you, they will lift your soul and your spirit up in pride and you will become, as Lucifer did, Satan to me, an adversary. And what I plan to do with you and the people I need you to reach the word and everything will be defiled you will be like you were before when you were fighting against me so he got some thorn in his side and I told the Lord, I said okay I see you will do that if I ask for ancient spiritual sight these revelations but sir I didn't want no thorn in my side. so I will keep my heart, I will work very hard to stay humble. Because I see what you had to do to Paul. They don't want to go that route. I was a fast learner, easy learner. I learned by my examples in the Word. I saw what could happen. Paul's a great example. You get a go to a Bible school, you get a degree, you can get lifted up in pride. You can get lifted up in the community you can be lifted up on television up in politics takes a very humble person working hard one of the greatest guys that ever helped showed us okay and they just uh, did a movie on him with Tom Hanks mr. Rogers he was a pastor. And he said, I just felt like I was your neighbor. And he was loving and kind. He had a sweet thing. And he got recognized for it. But he never was prideful. Other people get alongside politicians in the White House and stuff. And they love it. And they get prideful sometimes if you move in prophetic gifts you'll get prideful so god had to make sure this paul early on who he was going to send to kings and governments and politicians into the deep darkness stayed humble because he was going to give paul some ancient revelations from what he already knew so paul gets saved major transformation some people have had that who've had those kind of lives powerful just like that it's hard to believe but it does happen and he goes off into the desert of Arabia for three years by himself God starts opening up the Old Testament that he knew to him and Paul's new ancient site now looked at the same words from the Old Testament with new eyes new spiritual concepts not traditions of Judaism not what his forefathers had told him but straight from heaven from the kingdom God started opening up the Old Testament so I told him I said huh That Old Testament is a powerful tool. There was no four Gospels when Jesus walked on the earth. There was no New Testament. All they had was the Old Testament and nothing else. And histories and traditions, stories. That was it. So I said, if Paul can find those hidden spiritual mysteries... You can reveal them out of the Old Testament. That is an important part of the Bible. Some New Testament people believe we don't need to study that because that has nothing to do with being a new creature. Christ, just read the New Testament. I go, that's not what Paul did. That's all they had. I said, now God, if you did that for, for Paul, that means when I'm reading... He found in the Old Testament. I want to see it myself. You said you're no respecter of persons. I want to see what he found. Where is that in the Old Testament? Open it up to me. Let my ancient sight see it. Reveal it to me. Oh boy. I started seeing. Just like Paul. But I also knew with those revelations and that ancient sight, the tendency to get prideful would be there. So I told the Lord, uh-uh, whatever you have to do to me, no thorn, please, okay, but keep me humble. Okay? And did it start happening? But I want to tell you, so you have to get there. You have to see that you don't see. That there is an ancient sight that you're not seeing yet. You're not reading the Word understanding from a spiritual kingdom of heaven perspective concepts you're seeing from denomination tradition baby eyes baby understanding so i had to go and ask for ancient sight but i had to know at the same time if, that was, if I was going to be trusted with those revelations, that deep spiritual understanding, that I was going to have to help myself or God was going to help me to stay humble. And I had to learn that even though a pastor went and got a doctorate degree, he could still be in the flesh and have Baby understanding. So I didn't need to get offended at them or speak bad about them. I would just privately go, and hey, not believe in that, you're just a baby. You don't have it yet. You're looking at it from denominations and from your doctrines and viewpoint. And that was all I okay, I didn't we're all gonna be up there together. Okay, we're all one family. It's not gonna openly challenge you. I just quietly allow the Holy Spirit to open my eyes. Give me deep spiritual understanding and sight. Because I knew I didn't have it. One of the best places where he took me, let me see if I can find, I'm going to use some papers here, was Matthew 25, 31 through 46. I used to pray, We used to read this. It was about how at the end of the time when two groups of people were going to stand before this king. And he was going to bless some of them for doing good. They helped the poor. They went to the jails. They went to the prisons. They gave them some clothes, gave them some food. had compassion on them, brought them into their homes. And they blessed the people. And this other group didn't do that. So I would read this, and each both sides said to this king, Sir, when did we see you hungry and poor and naked and sick and in prison? I mean, you're the king. You've never been that. And the king said, Hey, whenever you do something to somebody else, it's as if you're doing it to me. Because this Jesus guy is so associated himself, he was one of us that he says you do it to them it's as if you're doing it to me so if I'm hungry or poor or sick or in jail or in prison and you come and visit me and feed me and stuff well it's as if you're doing it to me, but if you didn't do it, it's as if you didn't do it to me those were the two groups he called some of them goats That's uh, like if I'm looking at you they would be, and you are there. You would be like the king. These people are on your left. On my left. And those on his right would be the blessed ones. So I'd read that and I'd go, okay. i go, but I ain't got it. There's something else here. The church is doing this. They're going to the jails. I went to the jails. They're going to the prisons. I went to the prison. They're going to the hospitals. I was a hospital chaplain they're going into the schools the community they're giving clothes out to those who need clothing they're giving food to the people who need food the government is helping them with free health care Medicaid all these nonprofit organizations free medical free that they're all doing it excuse me is that what it means And these people over here didn't give their money or their time to do that? Is that what it means? Remember, I'm looking for ancient sight. I don't get it. I go, there's something else here. What is it? What is really behind this? And the Holy Spirit, my teacher said, you're not looking with your spiritual eyes. When you read this word, and this you must read it from the eyes and the heart and the mind and the concept the ancient sight of the father the king of kingdom of kingdom of heaven himself from his viewpoint not yours not an earthly viewpoint not a church's uh, earthly churches denominations viewpoint you must read it and see from his ancient sight his what he's saying spiritually echo okay what does it mean so until you get there and you start questioning what is being preached what the word means you go i don't get it i'm doing that i'm going to the jails the people are not changing Society is not any better. There's still more crime prostitutes I give free food out. We have something down here called farm share. We give man a food bank. We give free lunch bags. We send home meals for the weekend. The churches, we have uh, thrift stores. We give out uh, clothes. The government has the Medicaid where it's you basically free. This. We have free Phones for you from, uh, from President Obama. You have HUD homes that you get. Okay, we're doing all that to help the poor. We're helping the sick. We have chaplains and pastors. We go in with the soldiers into battles. What is wrong? People are not changing. The world is not getting better. Better. If you get arrested for human trafficking, you go to jail, you have an opportunity for church, Bible studies, get your high school degree, go to college, free medical, free food, everything. Why does that not change somebody? Churches on television, live streaming, YouTube. You can take it now on all the social medias. Back then we didn't have all the youtube and stuff but you had it on tv bible it is one of the most published books ever churches here in escambia county we have over 400 churches there's a church of every denomination we have mosque we have temples we have jewish hindu Muslim we have the uh, psychics we have ancient society we got church everywhere if you go into a college campus there's church Bible studies go to jail prison church what is wrong with all of this out there and society is not changing Or the change is so slow. One here, one there. What is going on? So I ask the Holy Spirit. I don't get it. I can't. My ancient sight is not seeing this scripture. I see the church doing this. Feeding the poor, clothing the naked, visiting the sick, going to the prison. We have orphanages coming out the kazoo. The churches did the universities. They were the ones who started the orphanages. The hospitals. What is wrong? It's not working. And the Holy Spirit, thank goodness, He is patient. Because that's how frustrated I was. I'm trying to see an ancient sight. Trying to understand these words. But yet, I'm looking with eyes that through the world I'd see what we're doing but it wasn't changing Christianity was actually shrinking people were saying it ain't work I get sick you send me or I need counseling you send me to a therapist they don't believe they won't pray and if I tell you I got some spiritual things you think I'm mentally ill we give food away we give clothes away we help people financially. Nothing was, it just wasn't going. It was slow and slug. What was happening? I mean, it wasn't like the word wasn't out there. It was there every Sunday or Saturday. Some people met Saturday. There was Wednesday night prayers. Prayers were going on. Uh, prayer services, healing services. We had that here. Okay? There were people praying, interceding. All the time. Nothing was really changing. So the Holy Spirit said. That's because you don't know the word. I I just read it. But you're not looking with ancient sight. You're not looking at this scripture. Matthew. From the eyes of the Father. He does not see it. He did not write it. With all of that earthly stuff in mind because he's working with the spiritual realm I needed his ancient spiritual sight I go okay what is it so he took me back to the word, word by word by word and I put my word in there spiritual let me see if I can read it to you if you don't mind I'm just trying to tell you. So every time there was, he would call you for in this scripture, he'd say, you did not feed the hungry. I would put, you did not feed the spiritually hungry for the spiritual words of spirit and life. Now that made a difference. One thing is talking about earthly food. One say is talking about spiritual words of love you did not clothe me and the church says, yes we do we have a, a clothing pantry we give out free underwear toothbrush to the rest of people that's not what it means it means you did not give and bring forth the spiritual clothes of righteousness to these people they are dressed in animal skins they are naked before me, the Father speaking, because they do not wear the spiritual robe of righteousness that they get when they believe in me. We visited. You did not visit me at jail. So I put, you did not visit me. When I was in spiritual jail and prisons, in spiritual captivity to sin and death I was held in spiritual bondage by spiritual taskmasters locked up in spiritual prisons of ignorance and darkness and you did not come and visit me and bring me spiritual words of light I was an orphan and you did not take me in I was a spiritual orphan to the spiritual family of God, the Most High. I was not put back spiritually as a child of the spiritual father. I was a spiritual orphan to him. And you did not help me to be spiritually adopted back into the family. I was sick, and you did not visit me. Here's the ancients. I was spiritually sick with spiritual diseases and illnesses and demonics, and you did not bring spiritual words of healing, the balm of Gilead. You did not bring the spiritual casting out of devils to me. You did not lay hands on me spiritually. You did not give me the words of health, spirit, and life that I could be spiritually healed. You did not bring to me the spiritual words of reconciliation back to the Father where I could receive His healing. Oh my. The Holy Spirit was opening up the Scripture to me And telling me, you must look at the word through this ancient eyes of the Heavenly Father himself. What he is thinking. What he is saying to us out of the spiritual world. Where he lives. Because we learn in another scripture. Where Jesus talks to this lady. Excuse me, my feet are getting a little tired here. At the well. On his way to Samaria. She comes up and he asks for some water she said sir now you're a jew i can tell by your shawl and you don't you think we're dogs and you don't drink out of the same cups and what are you doing asking me for a drink of water we're kind of outcast we're abominations to you we're the deplorables that's a word going around here so what's going on? He said hey if you knew who i was and the kind of water that i'm offering you you would say, give me this water. She said, sir, I don't understand. What kind of water are you talking about? He said, the kind of water that has no ending. It's always there. So she asked him a question. She said, sir, I got a question for you. Us Samaritans, now we're trying to worship this God. we told, go up on this mountain. There's a tree, a rock, or something, a grove. And we're going up there. Faithfully, and we're worshiping God but you Jews say we have to go to this temple that's over in Jerusalem this place uh, I think the Islamic have it in Mecca other people have it we have to go to this physical location over here in the temple she says now I'm trying to worship this God Which place do we go to? I want to do it right. I know I'm supposed to worship a god. But I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I'm not welcomed over here because I'm not, you know, a Jew. I'm a Samaritan, so I got to go over here. Where do I go? So Jesus goes, ma'am. Hey, the time's coming. But it's here right now that what you have been doing and where you have been going to worship up on that mountain, you ain't going to do that anymore, you're not going to go to the mountain to have to worship this God, and you are not going to have to go to this temple you're not going to any physical location ever again now you let that sink in in every denomination every religion every faith You do not have to go. You will not be going to any physical location again, he said. Can you imagine what she's thinking? Oh, this guy is really off the rocker. He needs some water for sure. Desert got to him. He said, the God you're trying to worship, one, you really don't know who he is. So you're going to have to worship Him in truth. You're going to have to know something about Him. And you really don't know. But this God that you are trying to worship, that I represent, He is a spirit, ancient sight. And He is not looking for you to go physically to a mountain or physically to a temple, a church, a mosque, whatever. He's not looking for that. It's not what it's about. It's about your spirit worshiping him in the spirit, ancient sight, spiritually because he is a spirit. And only your spirit, ancient sight, Will he accept, be pleased with, worshiping him in the spirit by your spirit and having knowledge, truth, of who he really spiritually is so you're not worshiping in ignorance the spirit part of you but knows the spirit, knows this God who it's worshiping what it's not about a physical location it's nothing to do with the flesh he didn't say it was song or dance or going around a circle or out in the woods with the bonfire or going to meetings that's for the Satanists and the witches Or going to Bible studies. Or going to weekly church services. Or temple services. And having some kind of tradition. Excuse my nose. Allergies. Having a meeting. An altar service. It's not about that. It's not about going to the Bohemian Grove. And worshipping at the Owl Idol. It's not about going to a church service. What? Singing two praise songs and two worship songs. Hearing a 20 minute sermonette. And saying taking Holy Communion and leaving. It's not it. This lady got caught. What? She ran off. Go tell the people. So I'm sitting here going, oh dear. I didn't even understand Matthew from God's point of view, from his ancient sight, what he wrote the words to mean. And then I hear Jesus telling this lady, it's all about the Spirit and truth then I go one more place for ancient sight and Jesus tells people hey don't know where it is because I don't, remember, don't memorize the scriptures my words that I'm speaking to you they are words of spirit and life Whew, this is getting good my ancient sight was seeing spirit, spiritual, spirit, spiritual. I'm hearing him tell the lady at the well, it's all about how your spirit worships in the spirit. Because this God is a spirit. I'm hearing Matthew explain to me, it's not about earthly food and clothes. and how, It's about spiritual stuff. Oh my God. Gosh, my ancient sight was opening up. The word that was opened up to Paul, okay? I had prayed to see as he saw in the Old Testament what was hidden. And it was beginning. I was putting the word spiritual in front of everything. My eyes and my sight was beginning to see. Spiritual, spiritual, spiritual everything in that book was becoming alive to me but first i had to see it here what does the father mean flesh versus spiritual earthly versus spiritual then it was compiled with the lady at the well about worship and who this god was and physical locations and then jesus saying myself my words that I speak to you they are words of spirit and they are words of life my ancient sight was opening up my mind was thinking spiritual I could read the word better now and I was putting the word spiritual in front of it. I wrote it it got redundant so much in the early years Yes, years. I wrote out every scripture. I would put that word spiritual in it. Then in my Bibles, I have many of them. If I didn't understand it, I put a question mark. What does this mean spiritually? I had to know. My ancient sight had to be opened. It was coming slowly. S- scripture experience was coming now. It happened. I'm walking into Walmart. My heart was beginning to understand spiritual stuff. My ears were starting to hear. I knew the voice of God. I was one with God. I was preparing myself as fast as I could to help people the Lord's way. And I get an open vision. Walking into Walmart in the parking lot. And I saw myself on a narrow road. High above some flames and darkness. And I could hear screams. The roaring of the fire. I could see hands reaching up going, help me, help me. Somebody help me. I'm down here. I'm alive. I want out. Please help me. I'm here. Help, help. I could see an arm go up, and then I could see demonic cloud, pull it down. I never saw the faces. I could hear the screams for help, help. We're here, we're alive. Won't somebody please help me? And I would start crying. I'm seeing and hearing the spiritual cries of people. That the Father had opened up to me, that he would hear, and I would cry, Oh, God, please help them. Please send somebody, help them. I can hear them, it hurts. Please, I can hear them begging, crying, the pain, the torture. I never saw their faces. And as soon as I started crying, the vision would go away. i didn't know what stupid cry he was letting me see and feel through my ancient sight what he sees in the spirit in the kingdom of darkness the tortured spirits and souls excuse me again and then it would happen again in my car in my house he was allowing me to see with my ancient sight he was allowing me, to, he was pulling back the curtain he was showing me. This is what I hear. This is what I listen to. And if I don't turn away, it hurts. But you must hear it. You must see the flames, you must see through my eyes my ancient son, the children in the kingdom of darkness that are being tortured that I love so much. I died for them and I want to reach them but I need somebody to go with me. I need you to hear them. I'd cry. I'd go to church and cry. I would come home and cry. And all I could think about was them. I couldn't think about football games. I didn't think about family or money or jobs. I would just cry. I would sit and I would cry for months and months and months. My heart was breaking. I didn't know what to do. I wasn't a pastor. I had no degrees. I was a mental health counselor trying to learn how to help people the spiritual way, the Lord's way, and I run into this an open vision I still see it today as I'm standing before you I can hear them I can feel the flames I'm on the road they're reaching they're calling out they're crying out and it hurts and God had to let me feel his heart for them he had to show me where I was going and why I needed to be one with him. And why I needed total immersion with him. And I had to have Matthew open up about the prisons and the sickness so I could, he could show me the vision. My ancient sight had to see what he saw. I had to hear with his ears their cries. Sometimes it was just groans. they're in a trance their fear is their spirit is running from trauma and abuse i had to spiritually hear with ancient ears in his sight because to love them with his love required me to be there this was part of my training because I had to have that powerful agape love for him that he had because it was going to have to hold through flames and demons and fire and near death experience and being shot at and being almost killed. It had to be so powerful that nothing could stop me. Not a attacks from anywhere I had to learn this was all preparation to help people the Lord's way you too will have to have your ancient sight opened up you will have to read the Bible from a spiritual concept you will have to put that word spiritual in front of every word you will have to see the stories the parables You can be like Paul and know and have it memorized. And you can be like Paul and know it from tradition and your denomination and your sect. But until it's opened up spiritually, you are but a baby. And you are only seeing it from the flesh, the natural world. Because there is a realm behind it. And only God can open that up. Only God can bring that spiritual sight into the Word and put all the words together so you make changes in your life, in your church, whatever you're doing to help people. And it's okay if you've been called to help people and give them clothes and food. Nothing wrong with it. I did it. I supported people financially. Took them in my home bought them cars, paid for college took care of people I paid for children through world vision it's alright to do that if that's what God's called you to do I was called to help people at a very very deep level very deep that was almost unknown it probably still is there are some people in the spiritual world that do believe it They sort of got bits and pieces of it. It takes many years to study it. But this class, you must have your ancient sight of spiritual, of the word, of spirit and life, opened up to you so that you will read those scriptures from his viewpoint. What is he telling you? Even the Old Testament, when you read about Israel, I have some great teachings that he opened up about the New Jerusalem, and when he will finally get to rest, when the war is over, and where that New Jerusalem is. It's excellent teaching, because this is a lot deeper than all of us know. Paul got some of it. He, but he knew the word. I, I don't memorize. I just read, and I trust the Holy Spirit to bring back to my mem- remembrance what I've read. But he also uses the word and movies and true life stories and parables and all kinds of things to explain to me and show me visually what he's talking about. He'll use everything he can. Nature, animals, science fiction, fairy tales, movies, sports. He will use it all to help you Open up your ancient site. So enjoy this basic class called Ancient Site. I think I have a few more basic classes that I have to put up before I can move to the next section. We're still in the ancient part and we're going back that you have to do. So keep working. If you want to help people the Lord's way. There's a lot to learn. Love you and be good. Study, read, write, take lots of notes. See you next class. Love, Pastor Deborah.